The shimmering 12-string guitar of the Mission UK's song, Tower of Strength, started to fill my headphones like a gift as I walked to work that day. The pulse of the music matched perfectly the pace of my footsteps. The slightly chilled wind and the soft, warm light of the midday sun swirled around my face, brushing against my cheeks and making my eyes water. The smell of pre-storm ozone and burning leaves filled my nostrils with the sweet fragrance of cool, damp October air. The walking, the smell, and the sound surrounded me like a real-time music video. I was alive. And there was an indescribable feeling inside of me. The autumn feeling. I loved to walk and listen to music. And I walked everywhere. And because of this fact, new and interesting music was something that I needed as much as I wanted. Over time, the choosing of music for my travels had become a very crucial and very particular process. It was, after all, at this time that I truly began. 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 To analyze and internalize many of the great albums of my youth. The unparalleled quality of songwriting and the advent of 21st century studio production had become indicative of what I regard as a spectacular era of timeless music. I was a young musician in a band of my own, and I was hungry for inspiration. Bands of many different styles and textures and colors were putting together some of the finest collections of songs that ever existed. And the passing of time has only served to prove that. Even though many of those bands were overlooked by the masses at that time, I was fortunate enough to be adequately tuned into the local underground music scene. And because of this, I was almost always made privy to new bands and new release dates. The Mission UK had been one of those bands that, to me, 
seemed to get better with every new record. For instance, when I first heard Dance on Glass and the Garden of Delight from the Mission UK's first album, God's Own Medicine, I was sold. And I thought to myself, they just could not get any better. And then, about a year later, I heard the Mission UK covering the Beatles song, Tomorrow Never Knows, on their second album, the first chapter. And again, I just thought to myself, they could not get any better. And then I heard Heaven on Earth and Tower of Strength off the Mission UK's third album, Children. And I knew at that moment that they had delivered to the world a totally original musical masterpiece. Bands may come and go. Here today, gone later today. As is the nature of the music industry and its often fickle audience. However, every once in a while, a recording artist is given the opportunity to grow. And after years of refinement, they develop their writing style enough to produce a truly timeless collection of songs. Groups like the Mission UK, Depeche Mode, U2, and The Cure had been given that chance. Groups such as these had made my radar very early in my youth and had album after album consistently topped themselves with every new release. Today was a special day because The Cure was releasing a new album entitled Disintegration. Now, I had been in a band that had covered several Cure songs particularly songs off of Staring at the Sea and Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. And as a musician performing live rather frequently, I had the opportunity to study The Cure's music and truly feel from the inside songs like A Forest, One More Time, and, of course just like heaven. I loved the way their music felt. I loved watching the audience react. And I loved the places that their music took me to. So, after work, I resolved to go directly to the store and buy their new album. I was determined to get it into my headphones as quickly as I could. So just as Tower of Strength began to fade out in my headphones, 
I arrived at my place of employment, and I worked my usual eight-hour shift. And then, just as I had planned, I made the hour-long walk to the store and happily laid down my cash for the album. A few minutes later, outside of the store, I reverently removed my precious Mission UK tape from my Walkman, returning it ever so delicately to its slightly scuffed case. I then carefully removed the plastic wrapper of the shiny, unblemished cure tape and carefully slid the cassette into the deck. Now, by order of personal tradition, I proceeded to quickly scan the tape jacket briefly examining every detail and reading the liner notes prior to my first official listening. Cover art, song titles, song lyrics, production credits, band members, special thanks, copyright dates, running times. I simply could never get enough information. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. I thought to myself when I noticed that the cure had taken the time to mention on their tape jacket that, quote, this music has been mixed to be played loud. So turn it up. Now, complying with that suggestion, I rolled the volume dial just a little bit louder than usual on my Walkman. I put my headphones on and I made all the necessary adjustments, ensuring an uninterrupted listening experience. Now, the sun had set many hours prior and the light, misty rain had put a sheen on the dark, asphalt streets of my small, suburban town. Tall, dark trees that dotted the tree lawns throughout the entire city curled just above my head, covering the sidewalks like a tunnel, and they promised me some protection from the storm that was starting to gain momentum all around me. I pulled my hood over my head, and then... I pressed play. The ethereal tinkling of wind chimes gradually filled my ears, and for a moment I had to look around to see where they were coming from. But almost as quickly as I looked up, I realized that the sound was coming from the cassette tape. The ethereal effect of those wind chimes instantly set the tone for the entire album. I was enamored and just completely drawn in. I mean, how creative and amazing an idea of starting an album with not the sound of 
a storm or wind, but rather the implication of a slight breeze. I just marveled at the sheer brilliance of such an incredibly simple idea. Laughing to myself, I raised my eyes skyward in order to better digest my thoughts. And as I did that, I realized that the sidewalk and the roadway that stretched out for miles in front of me were completely devoid of people and traffic. The world, for just a moment, was mine. And then it happened. The music for Plain Song came crashing into my ears. At first, I was slightly startled. I mean, the massive expanse of incredibly beautiful music instantly filled every corner of my headphones. And it was breathtaking. I had to stop walking for a moment just to get my bearings and absorb the sheer immensity of what I was hearing. I mean, it was power. True power true emotional power. A moment of genius that had been committed to tape by six musicians in a studio somewhere in Berkshire, England, and delivered ever so graciously to my little world halfway across the planet. The atmosphere around me seemed to change, and the rush of awe and spiritual release pushed all peripheral thoughts away. I was completely engaged. My mind followed my ears into my soul and I knew in that moment that a huge change was taking place in my young underdeveloped musical intellect the bar had been raised the cure had achieved in my opinion the musical equivalent of a great scientific breakthrough or a great medical discovery. After the five minute and twelve second duration of plain song, I understood that new musical ground had been broken. There was a new frontier for my generation and I had unmistakably felt in that moment, a previously unarticulated form 
of intensity. To me, plain song demonstrated and solidified the notion that true musical power could manifest itself in quiet subtlety, explosive bombast, or anything in between. I imagined that I would probably spend the rest of my musical career trying to create a moment like that of my own. Now as I continued to walk and listen, I was drawn deeper into the album. The entire collection of songs had a very spacious and tribal sound, punctuated by smatterings of beckoning guitars and poetic, often abstract lyrics. And the mood was increasingly heavy and intense. It was more exciting than anything I had heard in a long time. The textures that The Cure created on Disintegration were completely original. The Cure had invented their own genre. Song after song rolled by, and each, in its own right, was a revelation to me. Songs like Close Down, Prayers for Rain, and Same Deep Water as You redefined almost all of my musical parameters. Disintegration, without question, solidified The Cure's legacy as one of the most influential bands of all time. The simple joy and satisfaction that filled my mind was augmented by the ambience of the single solitary streetlight that delicately illuminated my driveway at the end of the street. Suffice it to say that it was money well spent Suffice it to say that it was a very memorable walk home that evening. Autumn would never be the same for me again.